Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetInst.com slash sample-policy. Spot Pet insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is my least favorite beginning to an autoplay video ever on oh. E! News. Wow. Selena Gomez and The Weeknd hold hands on a date night in Hollywood. Oof. I'm sick of videos about them. I also just feel like I blame E! News for a lot of this because I don't know if you, I mean, you. I know you know because E! News is like in our crosshairs recently. They are just on one. <laughs> They're losing their minds, yes. It's very E-news clear Twitter that... Twitter is like, in your, you live in an alternate reality, and you're in hell. It's hell. I'll text Lindsay like a terrible E! News tweet, and then she'll send me one, like a counter, in 30 seconds. We'll just be like, it'll be like, say my name, say my name. Beyonce says the name of a book she's holding <laughs> while hanging. Like, it's like, no! One of my favorite ones. We know it's April, but we want... God... <laughs> We know it's April, but all we want for Christmas is Irina Shakes jeans. <laughs> we know it's April. We know it's April. We know it's April, but we all we want for April. Christmas. Um, we, we know it's April is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> we know it's April. I'm trying to find another one, but I can't find one right now. Oh, here's one. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> you can't even Good- read it. Goodbye, ladies. It wasn't a fun way to end Girls HBO, but the series finale felt real and necessary. <laughs> I sent that one to you. <laughs> Goodbye, ladies. Goodbye, ladies. Goodbye, ladies. It's so weird. I mean, it's just, it's a very specific and, to to their credit, st- uh, streamlined and almost researched voice, you know? But it's still very earnest. Like, it's coming from someone who's, like, yes. genuinely excited about everything. Wait. I have one. Okay, it's a picture of Eva Longoria raising one hand. And the, and the tweet is, <laughs> raise a hand if you're pregnant. If you're not pregnant, you're just bloated and tired of the pregnancy rumors. In parentheses, Eva Longoria raises hand. <laughs> raise a hand anyways follow e-news on twitter they're the best (laughs) they're really 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 good and also they don't block me like some celebrity social media accounts like some people (laughs) like some people bobby's blocked by people magazine on twitter and it is so good my my announcement tweet about being about being blocked would be would it be a picture of me raising my hand and it would say raise your hand if you've been blocked by a popular celebrity social media account parentheses bobby has been blocked by people (laughs) no it'd be bobby finger raises hand it's just you with your hand raised (laughs) you would raise it yeah yeah
the same. Lindsay, I hate that there's someone in this with sort of your name, even though it's like a hideous spelling of your name. But who is Megan Lindsay? <sighs> I mean, not Megan I... Lindsay, not Megan Lindsay. 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 No, no D. The thing about my name is that a lot of people have it as a last name or they use it as like their porn star's second name, you know, where it's like, mm-hmm. like Megan Lindsay isn't actually her full name, but she, her middle name or something. But she's. Megan Lindsay is her full name and her real name. It's really? Her given name. That's her yeah. given name. Mm-hmm. Her given name, mm-hmm. Megan Lindsay. Anyways, Megan Lindsay uh, came in second place on The Voice. Um, so you shouldn't, you know, really know who she is. But. Megan Lindsay was in People's Most Beautiful Issue for getting a spider bite on her face. <laughs> she posted one of my favorite tweets of it's such a good tweet. the week, which is that moment when you make it into People Magazine's Most Beautiful People Issue looking like this. And it's a, it's a screenshot of... <laughs> Of her with dead flesh on her face. The voice is Megan Lindsay, nightmare spider bite. And it's just her, like clearly a selfie she took for Twitter with like a gash in her, under her eye. Because she was bit by a brown recluse spider, which growing up I was so scared of brown recluse spiders. Um, This looks terrifying to be honest. It's terrifying because if you, if it goes on for long enough, like if you don't get it treated, and you just think like, oh, it was a spider. I didn't realize it was a brown recluse. It actually eats away the skin. It's called something, and I no, can't remember I, like what it's necrosis? called. Necrosis. But it, is that what you're yeah, 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 yeah. Necrosis, and it and it kills the flesh. So like, it leaves like a hole on your face. Um, it's great because People magazine, true to form, like posts this picture of her next to a picture of her, like what she normally looks like, and then on the side gives you tips about brown recluse spiders. <laughs> Oh, that's the I took that screen grab. Did I not put that in the document? The little ambulance. It says facts about the brown recluse, and a, a cute little ambulance that's like beep beep. I'm coming, Megan. My favorite thing is I didn't know who this girl was because I never make it to the end of the voice. Like I never make it that far. But mm-hmm. um, now I love her. <laughs> this is great. Um, it's also very rude because it's it's almost suggesting that Megan didn't, you know, follow their tips. It's like, had Megan only followed People Magazine's tips on how to avoid brown recluses, she wouldn't be in this horrible situation. <laughs> e! News is like, raise your hand if you've been bitten by a brown recluse spider. Megan S- Lindsay raises hand. <laughs> uh, develop necrosis on your cheek if you've been bit by a brown recluse spider. <laughs> Megan Lindsay develops necrosis on cheek. Stop! <laughs> Did you ever like worry about death? Or? Um, yeah. It, it when I started having muscle spasms and my throat felt like it was gonna close. The Voice alum Megan Lindsay tells ET everything about the aftermath of being bit on the face by a brown recluse spider. Um, what else is going on, Lindsay? So I don't know if you know this, but there's a new show on Bravo called Cyrus versus Cyrus. Can you name what Cyruses are in this show? Because I couldn't. Oh, I actually know. It's you um, no, I because we talked about this before. Okay. It's it's Tish and Noah. Who? It's not Noah. You're wrong. Tish is the mom, and who's who else is in it? It's Tish. And oh, it's Brandy. Noah's sister. Oh. I love that you got uh, Brandy's it wrong. the older one, right? Noah is Noah is doing music. She's not she cannot be involved in this show about oh. I guess like I think it's about home redecoration. <laughs> Design and cars. Is it like is it like Property Brothers but they're Cyruses? 
I guess. I just, first of all, like, Tish Cyrus is such a obscure person, first of all. Noah's... Mm-hmm. Uh, Miley and Noah Cyrus's mom. Tish and Cyrus then, wants hers. She spent a lifetime raising stars, and now she's, she's like, "I want to be a star." She's Dina Lohanning right now. She's she's spinning out. Oh, but um, at least she at least she waited until her kids were like a little older <laughs> to start becoming, you know, fame start hungry. Doing herself. Yeah. Do you? It's but it's weird because it's Tish who's the mom, and Brandy who's the eldest daughter. Mm-hmm. And they look exactly alike, and I couldn't tell which one the mom was, which is a compliment. Could not mm-hmm. tell which one the mom was. Um, and they have a candle line, which is what the link I put in here because it explains the show. It's mm-hmm. They call it, um, let's see. It's called Cyrus versus Cyrus Design and Conquer, a makeover show set in Nashville. So this is what the show is about, per Bravo. After years of perfecting their passion for interior design in their own homes, Tish and Brandy Cyrus take their talents to the streets of their hometown, Nashville, to share their skills with friends and word-of-mouth clients. Each 30-minute episode begins as mother and daughter present competing ideas within a given budget for rooms that are in design distress. So it's just single rooms, not full homes. Once the client chooses a renovation plan, they must work together to turn that vision into a reality. Blah, 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 blah. Also funny when you open the page that their show is on, Miley Cyrus is front and center. It's like she's not even of on the course. show. Of course. Yeah. Of course she is. <laughs> Get to know Brandy and Tish. Okay, I'm not. I'm not clicking that. We've developed quite the reputation in Nashville for our interior design. Being a Cyrus means you're extremely competitive. We need to look at the plan just as an option. That's weird. Oh, sorry. Ah! Bobby, moving on. Who is David Henry? David Henry is a uh, former star of Wizards of Waverly Place. Nice. And now he's he just got married and Selena was there. He got a like people exclusive coverage of his. The people exclusive and they love the who's. They love the who's. What I thought was funny was you put a quote in here. It says the 27 year old former Disney star and Cahill a former Miss Delaware. <laughs> Double former. <laughs> Double former. Former Disney star and former Miss Delaware. And also a really funny person named Ashley tweeted at us, I want to become hooey enough to link to bio in my own wedding. And she CC'd a screenshot of this, of David Henry's Instagram. And it says, I couldn't be happier. Marriage is the most beautiful thing. Link in bio for the story. Um. Got got bit by a brown recluse last month, and now all the skin tissue on my face is dead. Link to full story and bio. <laughs> link in bio. Link in bio. <laughs> Mama always said link in bio. It's like <laughs> imagine passing that like generation to generation. <laughs> the only memory of your mother being her saying link in bio. Oh. Link in bio. Oh, oh. mom. Mom, mom always wanted us to put the link in bio to make it easier on our followers. <laughs> Generous. So generous. All right, we should move on. Speaking of Disney stars, Hillary Duff broke up with her new boyfriend. That she'd been dating for like a day. Three like months. a second. Yeah, and then, it's true. And then, they, and then they saw she was spotted out with her tra- – oh, remember how she dated her trainer for a while? Yeah, of course. You always date your trainer. She dated her trainer. Then she broke up with her trainer. Then she started dating this other guy. I can't even – what's his name? I can't even be bothered I don't know. to remember I, his I don't name. know. She's, she's had a lot of boyfriends Matthew recently. Coma. Matthew Coma. 
So she breaks up with Matthew Coma after just like a day, as I said. And then apparently she was spotted out with the trainer again. But the thing about dating a trainer is that you don't know if they're just training with them or if she's dating him again. And you would think after you date your trainer, you would get a new trainer, but I guess not. What is that like the Nora? What would the Nora Efron thing be like? We can't, uh, men and women can't, men, men can't be trainers for women. <laughs> they can't instead of friends. In 2017, it's you can't be, you can't be trainers. You rewrite the entire movie when Harry met Sally, but it's about a woman with a trainer. She dates her trainer and then it all... Oh my god! From there. Oh my god! Imagine Billy Crystal as a trainer. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. We, like, we would need to recast this. The worst. The worst gym in New York City. The one that Billy Billy Crystal works at. <laughs> 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 like honestly. Honestly, if there was like a deal, I would do it. Like I'm, you know, if it was just a deal, if it was, like if a, there was deal, a Groupon, a Groupon for if Billy Crystal. There was like Crystal's a deal on training, and I showed up. Lift up your legs. <laughs> I can't even do. What am I? Like making wisecracks the entire time. Awful. I was Awful. in my mind. I'm doing like a paprikash fit joke, but like it involves like paprikash. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we can move on from that because like not even would... slut shaming Hillary Duff. Like get it. But every time she breaks up with someone, she's went on four dates with uh, us magazine gets the uh, the exclusive. They get out that ripped image layer. And they're like, yes, <laughs> we get to use it. You realize, of course, that I could never be your trainer. Why not? What I'm saying is, and this is not a come on in any way, shape, or form, is that a man can't be a woman's personal trainer. Because the sex part always gets in the way. That's not true. I have a number of male personal trainers. And there is no sex involved. I love, so this is actually the best, the best story of the week is, um. By far. Is the, is the 25 things you don't know about Jamie Otis. I don't know Lindsay, her. Lindsay, who is Jamie Otis? I honestly don't know. So I scrolled down and I was like, tell me, please. And it's, <laughs> and it's the first line. Thank God. God bless you, us. Married at first sight, Jamie Otis Heckner is a beauty queen, bachelor alum, and former cheerleading captain. So wait, she was on The Bachelor and married at first sight? Well, she got married at first sight because of The Bachelor. She became famous because of what? The Bachelor. What? She was on The Bachelor and then she was on a show called Married at First Sight. Is that right? I think so, yeah. And now she's on another show called Married Life, which I assume is the spinoff of Married at First Sight. She got married. Yeah, on a different channel, too. This one's on FYI. I love that you can channel bounce. You can just, like, go from place to place <sighs> to place love and it. bring, you know, your brand to each one. Love it. Um, and she has one of the weirdest 25 things I've seen in a while. I feel like we've – actually, I feel like one of the things we've uh, – we should just cover this first because it's sort of, like, it's sort of one of the sad reasons she's – She's notable. We've seen her in news stories because of this. So she had a miscarriage and oh. then had got pregnant with another baby. So she it's like a rainbow baby, you know? Oh, is that like, you this know how, girl? Well, a lot of a lot of celebrities are like like you know the concept of rainbow babies in case the listeners don't know what it is. We it's like when you this. have a when you have a successful pregnancy after like at least one, but sometimes a series of like miscarriages, it's very sad. And so she is written about when it's like, oh, uh, Jamie Otis's miracle rainbow baby or whatever. So like she did like a very elaborate Instagram announcement whenever she found out she was pregnant I and it was very that. like sad and like it was like sweet and so she has this husband and whatever. But so, the funny thing about this 25 things is that it goes from being extremely depressing to just like happy and it's like they almost 
the way that whoever edited this did it, it was very, very funny because it's just like extremely depressing. And then like, I won Miss Congeniality at almost every pageant I attended. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I was a certified foster parent and fostered several ch- children in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. I'm a side sleeper. I never sleep on my back. <laughs> I gained custody of my siblings when I was a freshman in college. You're like, what? <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> and then it gets worse. I love, I love that number 14 is... I have ADD and cannot focus on one thing for very long. Um, and she's meanwhile she's been doing this for fourteen, and she's like, "This is too much." I've been doing this for fourteen bullets. But the I best cannot one, do this anymore. The best one. Oh, I can't wait, Re- Lindsay. Read it. Number twenty-one. Number twenty-one. Have, do it. I have no idea who my dad is. <laughs> Jamie. So it's, <laughs> Jamie just screaming at Jamie it's very sad so it's sad that she doesn't know who her dad is it's sandwiched in between my hubby Doug and I are buying our first home together and I'm a registered nurse in three states and then right in between that the most depressing middle of a sandwich is I have no idea who my dad is it's so rude also if that's if that's the most evil sandwich like if I if I have no idea who my dad is makes for like the evil the evil sandwich. This is the opposite. This is the polar opposite, Lindsay, of a tuna salad sandwich. Oh, it's not delicious or surprising or delightful. It's not a tuna salad like, sandwich. There, let me tell you something. There is no mayo in number twenty one. Number there's no mayo in number number 21. twenty through twenty two sandwich would be like if you got a tuna sandwich without yeah. mayo. You're like, wait, how do you make your tuna? It's just a little, it's just like star kiss. That's it. Or it's like vinegar tuna or something boring, like something disgusting like that. So Gloria Estefan's husband, Emilio Estefan, um, apparently he was uh, co, oh, Gloria Estefan was co-hosting the Today Show and she told a story and the story is very good. Let me tell you the story. Okay, here we go. And this is only Gloria Estefan could tell a story like this. We were waiting to meet the Pope back in 1995. I performed for him in the Vatican. Emilio had been, poor thing, not able to go for two to three hours because of security. The seven-time Grammy winner said on NBC. We get in line for the Pope and he goes, I have to go. I have to go. She means like to, the, to the bathroom. Like pee. She means pee. Yeah. This is like. I go, babe, you can't. You can't. I go, babe, you can't. Stay. We're in line for the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then, of course, us writes, she continued of preparing to meet Pope John Paul II, but nature called a bit too loudly and Emilio couldn't wait any longer. <laughs> so he escapes and asks somebody for directions. He turned the wrong way and opens a door. And who's waiting there? The Pope. <laughs> Caught in the an awkward Pope. situation. Emilio acted on instinct. He said he didn't know what to say. So he looks at him and he goes, God bless you. <laughs> I, I, like, he, he literally walked in on the Pope like, Peeing. And then said, God bless you, and walked out. That's good. Why has it taken 22 years for you to share this story with us, Gloria? I mean, I just cannot believe I didn't know this before today. Very rude. I should have known this in 1995. Ugh, Gloria. I love Gloria's, like, husband. Gloria's husband, Emilio. Just wandering around, running into the Pope. Also, why wasn't the Pope's bathroom more heavily secured? Where just anyone can walk down the Pope peeing? I don't know. You know that part of Young Pope where he like accidentally opens a door and it's all the tourists and he like bans oh, yeah. all the tourists from Vatican? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's probably like that, right? Um, exactly like that. The Young Pope is exactly like the real papacy in every way. <laughs> I assume that is. I assume The much. Young Pope is so good. We never talked about the Young Pope on this podcast, but because the there's young nothing Pope to was... talk about. It's like, mm, good Pope show. It's so good. It's like, oh, great. Like, 
great Pope show. There's nothing to say about it. We are all stars now in the Pope show. Okay, great. Um, so yeah, good story. Thank you, Emilio Estefan. Good story. Good story. I have a good hooligan mulligan for you this week. Okay, hooligan mulligan. Did you see this post? Did you see this post? Oh my God. <laughs> Read it. Okay, so this is from Claire, a great member of the Who Weekly group. Yes. Guys, I almost just hit that very tan Scandinavian realtor from that Bravo show about New York realty with my car. Number one, she couldn't identify anything about this person. It's like, it's great because she's sharing this, but she's also kind of asking who he was. (laughs) Yeah. No detail, no no name, no name of the show either. Okay. She's in distress. Please note that he was very, no, sorry. Please note that he was angrily talking to himself. I feel like you're not a real New York driver until you almost hit a Bravo reality star? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Who else has almost committed a vehicular manslaughter yes, against a who? Yes, like, yes. Uh, like, God bless Claire for turning this into engagement. Uh, oh. The best part is then there are messages about other people almost hitting celebrities with their cars. There are so many. Someone almost hit Elizabeth Berkley. Oh. Someone almost got hit by Owen Wilson. <laughs> Someone's taxi almost hit Carrie Carrie Russell Russell. while she was on a bike. And then someone else almost got hit by Chris Kattan. Then someone else wrote, Amanda, I think I narrowly missed Billy Zane when he was jaywalking once in Beverly Hills. Wait, you skipped, you skipped, I almost hit Christine Lottie with a (laughs) (laughs) U-Haul. It's like, tell me more, but also don't tell me more. I almost hit Oliver Platt at Fred Siegel on Melrose. Oh Oh, my my God. God. I literally ran while jogging into Holland Taylor. Hmm, cool. I we, once bumped into Spike Lee, not a who, but one of my first weeks in New York, I was uh, I was on my phone and I was walking down Broadway, like near, I don't know, Broadway, like 10th Street. Um, like I had just left the Strand maybe. Uh-huh. And I was looking at my phone texting and I just honestly whacked into this man just walked dead into someone's chest and i was like oh my god i'm sorry and i looked up and it was spike lee and he just really? like he just like looked at me he didn't say anything and i was like oh my god i'm so sorry and then he just like walked away that's very Bam, right into him right that's into him. very good rachel upshaw almost hit susan sarandon oh my and god she was, who was jaywalking <laughs> All of these people were jaywalking. Roxanne almost, uh, Roxanne was waved on by Busy Phillips. Queen of, she called her Instagram stories queen, Busy Phillips. Busy Phillips waved on. See, Busy Phillips knows better than to like almost get hit by someone. She she, waves people on. She's very good. She waved her on. Can I get David to talk more about the Christine Lottie with a U-Haul? I need more information (laughs) on that one. So David, if you're listening to this, please call in. Uh, leave. Uh, we're gonna need your call to be at least five minutes long. No. We're gonna have to talk about Christine Lottie on the U-Haul. Uh, it almost sounds like it's a saying for something. It's like, mm, it's remind me about the time I hit Christine Lottie with a U-Haul, and it means like something else. You know, it's like mm, that's not the first time I've hit Christine Lottie be, with a U-Haul. It would be a lyric in a song. It would be a lyric in a pop song by like DNCE, where you're like, what does that term mean? Like right. Christine Lottie hit a U-Haul, and it's yeah. like what? <laughs> It means. All, like, we're like, what does it, what is, what does the term mean? Oh, did I tell you about, speaking of DNC, this is really, we're really I keep thinking you're crazy. saying, like, the Democratic National Convention, but you're no. saying the No, parent. no, 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 Isn't it pronounced DNC? No, you're right, but I just keep hearing DNC, and I'm like, oh, the Democratic National Convention? So, um, when I was at the dentist, so, without getting into it, I, oh, uh, God, I, 
I had to no. go to the dentist a couple times last week. Um, Nobody wants to hear about your dental work. Just... And uh, so I was in the, the dentist chair for a long time. And my second time I was there. So I was getting a couple fillings and it was taking forever. And I had headphones in, but I could still, I was listening to a podcast and I could still hear the music being piped into the, the actual room. And the dentist was like humming along with everything. It was all top 40-ish. Humming along with everything. And when DNC started playing cake by the ocean she was like really into it and like mm-hmm. she has a drill in my mouth and then she pulls the drill out and i still have like the cotton and all my mouth is numb and then she's like she's like do you know what cake by the ocean means and i was like i don't i don't, I don't know and she's like <laughs> she goes i have no idea what cake by the ocean means and i still love the song and i was like oh cool and then she just went put the drill back in you have to find ways to get through the day especially when your job is like making people miserable what was she wearing where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Rita had a crazy week. Did she? I mean, she's the most popular person in China. I don't know if you know that, but Rita's Um, literally big in China. Yeah, she went to the China Music Awards looking like an award. A statue looking like a goddess. A goddess. But she literally won an award that says on the award, the most popular and influential international artist in China, Rita Ora. Lindsay, I how is that an award? I don't know, but what I'm saying is I'm not surprised. You're surprised that she's the most popular and influential artist in China. I am, yeah. She's the most popular and influential international artist in every country but Britain. <laughs> Anywhere she is international, she is the most popular and influential. She's not the, how is she more popular artist. than, like, any, literally anyone? I'm sorry, she's not the most popular. Is she popular? Is she more popular than she is in, in other places? I'm sure. Is she the most popular is she the most popular person they could get to come to Lindsay, the China Music look, Awards? Yes. I don't, Lindsay, I don't live in China. I don't know much about Chinese popular culture right now. But what I will say is I trust the awards. If the award tells you me that, it must be award. true. You don't, I hate you for if doing If the this. award tells me Rita Ora is the most popular international you. artist in China, I it must be true. hate you. You so are these just look like, trolling me. It's also, fine. It's fine. also, these awards look like, are they snow globes? They look like snow globes. I don't know. What else is what else is Rita up to, Lindsay? Um, there's a great uh, uh, piece <laughs> piece uh, in the Sun this week that is like a hundred percent not true, but I'm into it. Uh, two's company Rita or refused offer of threesome with Spice Girl Mel B and ex-husband Stephen Belafonte. So there's many layers to this. Oh. Mel B and her ex are the Stephen ones Belafonte. that apparently asked Rita for a threesome and Rita said no. And then it says, the lead is, Rita Ora was targeted by Mel B and her hubby for a potential threesome. It has been emerged. Well, no, but didn't you read the story about Mel B and Stephen Belafonte? Yeah. All those threesomes were Stephen's idea and, and Mel was conned into them. And Mel oh, so says this that, is one of Mel the says, asks. Well, that's based on the, the previous allegations by Mel B. So mm. Mel B didn't want to have any of these threesomes. And Stephen Belafonte had uh, this all, you know, these, this is what Mel B is claiming. And then Stephen says it's not true. But we all know he seems like a monster. So 
Stephen Belafonte had sex tapes of him having sex with Mel B that he recorded privately and he would hang them over her head and be like, if you don't do what I want, it was like sexual blackmail, like emotional torture. She was like, if you don't do what I want, if you don't have sex with the people I want to have sex with, I'm going to release these sex tapes. And so that's why she says she always had these threesomes with people she didn't want to have threesomes with because he threatened to ruin her career by releasing these sex tapes. So the son is just like, oh, one of those people that they wanted to have a threesome with is Rita Ora and we write about Rita Ora, so here we go. Yeah, and I think the son is not providing the appropriate context. I mean, it's funny because the further down the article you get, the more it like it's very flattering to Rita because it's like she was purely there for work reasons and anything else was out of the question. So she made her excuses politely and went home. <laughs> it's like mm, Rita, <laughs> Rita was like, I need to go. I have a busy day tomorrow. I can't have a reason <laughs> with you and your husband. Is that it for this week? Honestly, it should be because now that it I know sh- that Rita or is big in China, I need to go reassess some things. Lindsay, how many times I have to tell you she's big everywhere? I'm, it's not like I don't know. Lindsay? She, I know. Th- <laughs> she's big everywhere. If you are from China and you are listening right now and you can give me a sense of context as to what the deals with Rita Ora in China and why she would get this award, please call in and explain. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing the Rita Ora theme song. Thank you as always. Thank you as always. Thank you to all of our fans for rating and reviewing Flame on iTunes. Oh, man. Sorry, it's called Apple Podcasts now. So please continue rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. And also Flame. Review Flame. Reviewing us and Flame. Um, And uh, we'll see you Thursday. This, should I even mention the merch? The merch announcement, It's we're on the verge of the merch announcement. It's so close. Um, <laughs> please. And we will let you know when it's ready. It. Stop. I did give a sneak peek of the merch in the Who Weekly Facebook Oh, yeah, group. you said it. If you didn't get a chance to te- check it out, uh, if you want a sneak peek, I don't know. like Look at it. Look at it. We put some pins in there, and that's kind of the what we're going to have soon. 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 Yeah, very soon. And um, we will see you on Thursday. Bye. Bye, everyone. You will drain us. Yeah. Yeah. They want to know. I almost hit Christine Lottie with the (laughs) U-Haul. That was a HeadGum podcast. We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine in the mail? Because the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason, too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots, huge. On the line dancing huge floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm-hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like 
trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real Houses of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west.